You are now listening to 24 Hours from Greatness. Yup, it's your boy KD. Thank you for tuning in to 24 Hours from Greatness. Hope everybody is enjoying their holiday season. I know I just did um, stuffed, still digesting from earlier. Had some good food during Thanksgiving. I know everybody, you know, probably in a Thanksgiving coma, about to get ready to do some uh, Black Friday shopping, online shopping, whatever you do. Hope you are uh, safe out there because, you know, Black Friday usually gets crazy depending where you are, depending where you're from, depending on, uh, I guess what you're getting. But, you know, with the wonders of technology, you know, we don't got to go out and rush through the stores no more, get knocked over, trampled, you know, we were just talking about the Astro World stuff last episode, and, you know, people just dying because, you know, people have no remorse or just trampling over people. People just getting knocked over. Yo, that used to be how the news would be Friday morning or Saturday morning after Black Friday. Like, I remember as a kid, like, just sitting at home and it was always some place, Circuit City, Eckerd's, wherever, you know, this, I'm, I'm, I'm naming stuff from, like, the 90s like years and years ago man it used to be so crazy on black friday like yeah that was not one of them holidays that was for the week but ah evolution of time technology as i said internet and then you know a lot of businesses they start their black friday sales before friday so People been shopping all week long. I know I've been peeping some things, you know. I'm trying to just have my house be a fortress, you know. I love the rain cameras, just the security systems, things like that. Um, Some other things I'm going to get for the kids, just a couple more things, you know. Then, you know, I like to wait till Black Friday to do my Christmas shopping because, as I told y'all before, I'm frugal. I'm not trying to pay full price, really, for nothing if I don't have to. I love a good deal. Like, everybody loves a good deal. And, you know, I will wait months and months until Black Friday comes around. And then I'll strike and get what I need. But, as I said, hope everybody is being safe. Hope everybody enjoyed their time with family, loved ones. You know, man, even if you were somebody who you know didn't get a chance to sit down with family and friends if you were uber driver a lyft driver if you are a stewardess flight attendant you know shout out to y'all man you know shout out to everybody i mean i that was a disbelief uh somebody brought up the amazon box to our house this morning i was like damn baby you got somebody working today you know amazon don't take no days off man gotta love amazon i got an amazon story for y'all i gotta uh well i used to work there for three weeks so i'm gonna save that for another day that's a that's a good story time but 
yeah shout out to all the essential workers everybody even you know the, the waffle house crew we got up man i made a i made a game time decision i'm like we ran out of eggs i'm like baby let's get the kids let's go to waffle house because i'm like yeah i'm not even going to run out and get some eggs bring them back home i was i was lazy this morning but it was all good it was a great time but uh in summary hope everybody had a great holiday man about to start december so originally i was gonna have my right hand come on here and we're gonna talk about the baby situation you know it's i guess it's a little bit older news but i never got a chance to you know discuss it really but um you know shout out to my cousin Brittany. you know she was got caught up in thanksgiving rush you know had to you know throw down so it's all good we're gonna just save that convo for another time you know i'm, I'm gonna talk about it with y'all but you know i'm gonna have her on here on another episode you know that's i mean when i mean day one i mean somebody who i don't ever remember meeting she just always been there and she's still there always there for me every day we both turning 30 something it's like now i'm proud of my age man i i, I still look good i'm i just turned 31 as i as y'all know but like i said man shout out to Brittany. she definitely always looks out gives me a female's perspective on things and you know just helps me get some clarity you know we always been there for each other that's what we do man so i was just thinking man you know i had a conversation i had conversations with you know some guys some female that's why i asked you know my guy sister to come on here because i'm like damn you know i know women always say it's, it's tough being a woman but I, I gotta talk for the men, man. I, I gotta talk for the men. You know, ladies, look. You know, I show y'all love, but right now, it's, it's, this is our time for the floor. And I swear, I swear, I swear. As a man, you cannot win for trying. Being a man is like a walking catch twenty-two. For those who don't know the uh, phrase catch twenty-two. Catch 22 means it's a lose-lose situation. There's no wins in this. Like, I'm just looking at the baby whole situation and, you know, just like everybody else do, man. I'm just looking at the fallout from social media, you know, whatever was the situation. You know, I don't get too deep into celebrity relationship stuff, but... I see, you know, him trying to put old girl out and, you know, hey, it was his place, his property. I get it. You know, if, you know, before it goes to blows and domestic violence, you know, somebody needs to leave. And I guess he was like, this is my place. You go. You know, I, I think she got charged for like some domestic stuff or assault, something. And what I saw a lot of ladies saying was, you know, what did the baby do? Or the baby had to do something. No woman would just haul off and hit a man or no woman would do anything that they weren't provoked. Or we watched a video, he was provoking her and all this stuff. Or, you know, 
why did she have to leave? He should have left. And it's like, I get it. I get it. You know, we're supposed to be strong. And I'm like, you know, I talk to my, my dogs all the time. My friends who are married, my friends who are not married. And it's like, yo, you have to be strong, not just outwardly, but inwardly. And I get it. I, I do get it. Because in a lot of cases, even if a man, his name is on the property or the house, or he, if he bought the house, he'll leave just because, you know, all right, this is baby mom. She has a kid with her. You know, I'm not going to put my child out, so I'll leave, even though it's my house. But again, we can't pick and choose how the baby wants to respond to the situation in the time and in the moment, you know. But on the flip side, and then I saw a lot of people saying this as well. On the flip side, now let's say the baby puts his hands on her, you know, and we know it doesn't have to go to blow. Sometimes it just be uh, a rough shake or, you know, he grabbing her a little bit too hard or he in her face, head bumped her. All Ocho Cinco did was headbutt and he lost his career, like on some nut shit. But, you know, everybody when talking about, you know, cancel the baby, lock him up, you know, take take more endorsements away from him. So it's like, yo... I'm looking at that situation. I'm just like, damn, this nigga can't win. He can't win. Because if he called the cops, and it's like, again, whoever is the first to call the cops is the one who don't go to jail. And I remember, uh, yo, this is way, way back in the day. I think, you know, Deion Sanders was in an argument with his former, um, I think, ex-wife at the time. And, you know, he had called the cops and got his wife arrested or whatever. People was clowning Dion because it's like, you know, you a man. Everybody talked about, you know, all right, the baby, you gangster this, you gangster that. But you calling the cops on your girl. And it's like, all right, when we going to let this um, gangster, this tough guy shit go? Because, again... Had this been flipped, the baby's going to jail because we know the court system, the nation, everything is skewed towards a female's benefit. You know, the court system favors the mom. You know, in a case where it's uh, paternal, maternal type of stuff going on, you know, mom and dad want to split custody, you know, they look into the mom. If the mom can take care of the baby, the baby's going with the mom. Like, it, that's just how it is, man. But, you know, you can't win for trying. And it's a shame that we even think like that sometimes. And, you know, I, again, I don't know what the hell the baby did. You know, maybe he did provoke her. But it's just like, damn, we, we can't all say the baby did the right thing or whatever. And again, I don't even like the baby like that. So I'm not bigging him up. I'm just, you know, being a fly on the wall. I'm just being a spectator on a current subject, current event. But I just think it's crazy, like, you know, how a man, and this doesn't even have to be the baby. It could have been anybody. How situations like this arise and, you know, 
the man has to do something in order to make a woman act how she acts, do these type of things. You know, the man has to do something. You know, and I think it's just that long-running narrative that we all have grown up with. And, I mean, you got guys like Zach Stacy, who's a former NFL player who, you know, had it not been for the cameras rolling, you know, he couldn't. He could have got away with it. I've never, I've never, 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 never seen a woman be thrown and tossed like that in my life. Like, the rag doll, oh my gosh, right in front of the baby, though. Like, and it's guys like that who, you know, fuel these narratives, man. Like, guys like that, you know, hey, they got, they, they gonna get what's coming to them, for sure, because... You don't treat any woman like that. Child's mother, no woman. But I was talking about last week how, you know, in a black community, we're like a group project. We're all in the same group project together. You know, what one black person does affects other black people in the eyes of other races. They all look at us like the same almost. Until they, you know, get to know us individually. I feel the same way, you know, men, you know, black men especially. Because, man, we don't always get slack from our own women. You know, for various reasons. This, This could be a whole episode just talking about, you know, how, you know, sometimes... I guess, you know, black men don't go hard, go hard enough for black women. You know, that's some of their gripes. But on the flip side, it's like, man, look, the black woman will cut you down faster than the white woman or any other woman. It's just how it be sometimes, man. But, you know, it's like 90%. It's like 90-10. Like, you know, if a guy's doing something crazy, he's doing something screwed up. It, like I said, it must be his fault. If a woman's going crazy or she doing this, she doing that, she getting a domestic charge. The guy had to do something, and it's like, but why? Why does he have to do something? <laughs> why can't she just be drawling? <laughs> but you know what it is what it is, man. Catch twenty twos. I was looking at the uh, the past couple interviews Kanye been having. You know, he sound like he been missing Kim. He want his wife back. And everybody just be like, man, it's too late, Kanye. It's too late. I'm like, yo. Is that guy code that Pete Davidson is breaking? I mean, I guess if him and Kanye, like, really not in the same circles, I guess it's not breaking guy code. But, you know, he trying to save his marriage, I guess. But, I mean, Kanye knew what he was getting himself into, though. Like, they run their life like a reality TV show. Cameras off or cameras on. The cameras are always rolling. They may not be on, uh, what is it, E-TV? They may not be with Ryan Seacrest in them. 
but the camera is always rolling. So Kanye, man, look, I get it. You didn't have four kids with this woman, and it seems like that shit don't even matter, cause she out here with Pete Davidson, and Pete Davidson is not a billionaire. He's not a hip hop icon. Pete Davidson is not even an A tier, in my opinion. He's not even an A tier, top tier comedian. But I don't know, man. She's finding comfort in this guy, and you out here looking crazy. And once again, it goes back to Kanye West must be effing up. He must be effing up. He's screwing up. And I think Kanye screwed up because. He was just disclosing too much of the family business to the world. I think Kanye was having one of his bi- bipolar uh, moments and just said too much. And Kim was like, man, that's the last straw. I don't care what type of mental illness you got going on. You don't tell the whole world we were thinking about getting an abortion with North or whomever. Because now it's like kids can get on the internet kids can access the internet and hear that stuff so yeah i think that was the straw that broke the camel's back but yep uh keep doing your thing pete keep doing your thing pete <laughs> and this divorce will be final but man one of the craziest it's not even crazy like that but i guess culturally you know if Something is not of the culture that we're used to. It's kind of, It has shock value with it. And I posted a video on my story like yesterday. I think it was like an African wedding. But it was some cultural or tradition. And a wife was like washing the husband's feet. And you know, so many people were blowing me up, hitting me up. Like commenting on my story about this. Because... It was just so many mixed reviews, and it's like, man, someone was like, "Ain't no way in hell I would do that." Some women, or or some people was like, "What the hell did he do to deserve that?" And I'm like, "That's again." I'm like, "Damn, why can't a guy just be a good guy? Why can't he be a, a good husband? Why can't you know she just wanna wash his feet as you know? That's her way of showing him." Love and I want to worship the ground that you walk on, my king, future, you know, father to my children. Like, why can't it be like that? But I'm like, man, we just live in a society where we just so pessimistic. I mean, we are in a society where people are just been hurt so many times that, you know, we think the worst of somebody before we even get to know them. And it's like we just stay guarded. That's why, you know, a lot of people not getting married now because it's just like we always, we're just always waiting for the rug to be pulled up from under us. And I mean, it it really is just sad. But what were some other comments people were saying? Or he he better be washing her feet too. It, like it, it's no one way about this. And you know what some people were saying? You know, it's an African tradition or. You know, it happens in Africa, you know, uh, the washing of the feet. And I've never seen this, so I'll go on record. You know, I've never, ever seen this at a wedding. I didn't know this even existed until I saw the video. But I was like, yo, this is this is kind of tough. Like, yo, 
this is a uh, unique tradition. So I'm like, yo, let me share this on my story. Everybody might, you know, get a kick out of it. And they sure did. They ate it up. Because, you know, I think what one girl was telling me was, um, shout out to her. I can't even think of her name off the top of my head. But we had a good little conversation. And she was saying, you know, in this tradition, it symbolizes, you know, how Jesus washed the disciples' feet. And it's like, you know, this is Jesus. And he washing his disciples feet so you know that symbolism is definitely powerful and I was like damn that's deep but eh, man, let, let me let me know what y'all think man I posted it on my story before I uh, recorded before I started recording would you wash your husband or wife's feet at the wedding or at your anniversary you know, I, I remember, you know, this is way before we got married, engaged. Like, yo, we was in college. We was in college. And, you know, I, I'm a, it is what it is. I, I've always been an athlete. I've always been a hard worker. I've always been on my feet. And, you know, one day, you know, me and my wife, we still dating. You know, my girlfriend at the time, I went to her dorm room. And, like, yo, she hooked me up. This is the this is the first time and last time. Now it might have been twice. It might have been twice. I mean, you know, I don't want to lie because she be listening. And I think she got a pumice stone. I think it's called this little green stone. Look like a bar of soap. And she like you know just scrubbed my feet and you know washed them and all that stuff and just you know try to take the rough edges off. You know. And I mean, no woman has ever done this. No woman has ever thought or took the time. And this is why I got, I'm, got a winner. I got a winner here. So, you know, that's how it's supposed to be. You know, not, you know, I do for you. You got to do it for me. You just do it. You just give, you know, acts of kindness just because that's what you do. That You want to show your love and affection to your partner and it's always reciprocated you know so yeah it's a uh, unique tradition you know anybody uh who not married would y'all do that at y'all wedding in front of your family and friends like i said it's kind of deep man the symbolism you know there's a lot of symbolism that happened in weddings but again man the comment section was going crazy and it's like man I think women, they think, you know, Russell Wilsons are an anomaly, or Michael B. Jordan, even with Michael B. Jordan, like, when Michael B. Jordan was on the yachts and stuff, or seen with, you know, white girls, you know, people would be like, oh my God, I'm not watching Black Panther no more, or, you know, oh, I'm done with Michael B. Jordan. It is just like, damn. I mean, I get it. He not dating a black woman, but when Eve or another black sister is dating a white man, you know, nobody gets bent out of shape. You know, I, that's why I'd like, yo, make it make sense. Make it make sense, man. This is why, this is exactly why I wanted my guy sister on here. I wanted a female's perspective. So we going to have to run this conversation back because I need some answers. We need some answers on 
some of these subjects, man, because you got to make it make sense to me, man. I'm all about, you know, I can't even say it, reciprocity. You know, I'm all about, you know, it got to be equal across the board. But, you know, Russell Wilson's and Michael B. Jordan's are not anomalies, man. You know, it just, you got to look in the right places to find the right guy, man. Honestly. And, you know, every time, it's nice to think about uh, my my man, was it Derek Jackson? Because it's like, he, somebody else who fuels that narrative that, men ain't shit, all men ain't shit, because it's like, you say all this stuff and try to make yourself look like a white knight or whatever you want to call it, and you secretly dibble and dabbing, you you backstepping, you backsliding, my brother, but hey man, it is what it is, man, you gotta take each case with a grain of salt, but Yep, it's hard. It's hard being a man. It's hard. But, hey, it is what it is. What can you do? What can you do, man? I love it. You like it? I love it, man. So, continuation from last episode when I began talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation and, you know, a national case, you know, it's on the front page every day, you know, just been following this, at the time, a 17-year-old who was in Kenosha, Wisconsin, just walking around doing a protest with his AR-15 or assault rifle and, you know, end up killing a couple people and wounding another and you know news just broke yesterday that you know he was found not guilty and you know what's sad about this whole case is just that we are not even surprised before like the shock value has come and gone like so long ago because we are just so accustomed to seeing unjust circumstances in this country you know you could see it was gonna be some down home cooking like early in the case like when I saw that the judge threw out the gun charge I knew he was gonna be found not guilty like you didn't we could have stopped the case right there. Just, all right, everybody go home. He's not guilty. He's not going to be found guilty. You know, they're in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, 11 white jurors, only one black. You know, I think it was a black person, maybe another white person who passed away. I, like I said, don't quote me. It could have been two blacks or one black. I know at least one black person died. But, again... You know, the judge was not allowing, like, any incriminating evidence in, you know, the videos and stuff about him saying how he wanted to shoot somebody or, you know, take stuff into his hands or whatever. And, you know, he shows up and takes the justice into his hands. And, you know, them saying stuff about self-defense, 
How can you defend yourself against people who are unarmed? You know, that's a given. Like, come on, man. And, you know, as I said, you know, a lot of people, we just, I mean, it's over it. I mean, you're desensitized to the realities of this country. And, you know, for a lot of us, you know, the minority, you know, we don't really got a dog in the fight. You know, the only way we can change the system is to get more people who look like of us, look like us, excuse me, into these judge seats, you know, because this judge, I mean, they had, his phone went off during one of the court cases and it was playing like some Donald Trump song that a Trump follower or somebody made. So it's like, yo, you could see, like my man was gonna be biased and I hate, I hate, I hate that in 2021, about to be 2022 in a month that you know it's still got to be a black and white thing like you know why can't it's not all the time so you know again every case is different but why can't a judge be fair you cannot say the united states justice system is fair when it's in plain black and white that this white man this young white man is wrong He's 100% in the wrong. He killed two innocent people. He had no business walking in the streets. He's a 17-year-old kid. What does a 17-year-old kid have walking around in the streets with an assault rifle illegally? Where can you own an assault rifle illegally? 17-year-old kids, I don't even think, can have those guns, have a gun alone. But then you murder two people and you get off scot-free. How? 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 And again, it's because we live in two Americas. You know, what's reality for one group of people is not reality for another. And, you know, I see D.L. Hughley a whole bunch of people like and it's not it's everywhere on my timeline you know the Kyle Rittenhouse case next to Tamir Rice next to Trayvon Martin because you know Tamir Rice was 12 years old had a toy gun uh Trayvon Martin didn't have a gun at all all he had was iced tea and skittles in his hand and you know they gunned him down but, you know, this guy gets off, this kid gets off scot-free. And, again, it's, it's the tell of the tape. It's not fair. And it sucks that, you know, it has to be a black and white thing. But, yo, it is what it is. You got to call a spade a spade, man. It's two Americas that, you know, we all have to, we all are forced to live in. And the only way we can make a change is to be the change, you know. A shout out to all my peers who are lawyers now because you know hopefully y'all will become judges one day you know I know a handful of lawyers and the only way we can get justice is to be in those type of seats to you know uphold and maintain justice (coughs) 
Oh, excuse me. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, maybe the families can, you know, file a civil suit or whatever. But as of now, hey, man, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, now we just look to this Amal Arbery case. I think these guys definitely going to be found guilty because, like, the dude admitted, like, he didn't pose a threat at all. I'm like, all right, let's all go home. Let's pack up. Let's, we, it's still time to make brunch. So the, now the thing is, how much time are they going to get? You know, are they going to get a little bit of time? They're going to get a slap on the wrist? Or are they going to get 25 to life? Because all three of them, you know, were in cahoots with chasing this dude down and, like, just murdering him unjustfully. But, you know, man, just prayers to everybody involved prayers and you know just healing mercies because as i said y'all heard me last episode now i haven't really heard nothing about you know riots or anything crazy as far as the aftermath in wisconsin and i also think that you know that's just us becoming desensitized at this point because it's like what's the use this whole thing started from a riot this whole thing started from a protest and it's like even when you try to peacefully protest and whatever you have people like Kyle Rittenhouse who are disruptors who are just planted there to cause further chaos and just ugh. but again man moving on from that you know how did y'all feel about it man you know uh our former presidents weighed in on it, Donald Trump and uh, Biden. I tell you, man, Biden, he just, I think I just saw a post that Biden is considering running for another election in 2024. Man, oh man. He drawing. Because if Biden thinks that he's going to get the black vote again, he is definitely tripping. By, yo, alright, you know, again, Delaware Joe is still from the homeland, but he got a lot of making up to do if he's going to even consider running again because at this point, don't nobody really fool with Joe Biden. Like, he, 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 he shuffling and dying. Excuse me. He's chucking and jiving right now. Like, he, of course, I, I get it, I get it. You're the president. You can't say that the justice system, which you are uh, the leader of, is unjust or that the, pl- the case is wrong. I mean, you got Joe Biden and Trump finally able to agree on one thing. You know, justice was carried out and, you know, he was found not guilty by, you know, a judge, a jury of his peers. Man, it was 13 jurors. You could add the judge because the judge was in on it too, man. And then it's like the judge said he was getting death threats from people. So he was going to double down and make sure that young man went free. Oh, y'all going to try to threaten me or do something to me? Oh, t- watch what happened. He's definitely going free. But again, man, it's the realities that we face with, man. And you just got to position yourself to win. And these two Americas... You got to position yourself to win. And that's all you can do is just 
protect yourself because every day you never know man it could be your last and you know everybody talking about the right to bear arms our second amendment so hey man y'all heard what they said look go get you something because we living in crazy times and you know cases like this are scary because everybody does not have a brain i mean i'm sorry but i'm not sorry because people will see this and it will fuel them to be the next Kyle Rittenhouse. It'll fuel them to say, all right, I can say and do whatever I do. If people try to walk up or approach me, I can shoot them down and get away with it because, you know, of my privilege, because I, I have the complexion for protection. So, you know, things like this that set these type of precedents are scary. So, the only way I could even see us combating this type of potential dangers in the future is, well, yo, you got to get you a 38. You got to get you something. You got to protect yourself, protect your family, because you never know when you're going to be somebody who's in a situation. And, you know, I'd rather be able to tell my story, tell my side of the story, than be carried by six, you know. Straight up, man. That's straight up. Straight like that. Rest in peace to young Dolph and his family. Um, The rapper was killed November 17th. You know, back in his hometown. I think, you know, uh, young Dolph was living in Atlanta recently and I guess was just home during the holiday because I think he does a a turkey giveaway and he just stopped at a one of his I guess local spots and a couple guys few guys end up running up on him man and you know took his life it's crazy man because you know here he was back home in Memphis doing something positive for the community giving back you know doing a turkey drive like a lot of um celebrities do during this time of year and you know something like this happens and it's gotta stop man it's gotta stop you know hip-hop rap is the only music genre where the um The artists die. I mean, we don't see this in no other cultures. You don't see this in country music. We don't see this in bluegrass, rock stars. We don't see this happen at all, man. And it's only us who are killing us, man. You know, I don't know if it's just jealousy, envy. Like, I don't know what is it like we always gotta be beefing man we always gotta be beefing we always gotta have a disagreement like we can't leave the street stuff alone like once we make it once everybody becomes millionaires we still gotta show that we street guys or we tough guys or you know it's just crazy man because 
it's just senseless killings at this point. It's a shame that people can't live to be old men. Old women. But, you know, mainly it's the guys who was killing other guys, man. And it's a shame that you got to love your loved ones from a distance because, you know, the people in your own hometown envy you the most because you used to be amongst them or you don't give back enough. And, you know, people always talk trash. I mean, we we get caught in these catch-22s where you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. You know, you're not down. You're not hood enough. You're not this. You're not that. If you don't come back through your hood or you don't give back or whatever. But when you do, when you try to stay in your hood or whatever, stuff like this ends up happening. So sometimes you just, yo, it is what it is. Like once you make it to a certain status in life hey you gotta start loving people from a distance and it's like I don't know what the uh, beef was with these guys or you know they had beef with Young Dolph or they was just I don't know man if it was a hired hit I don't know but this is crazy man because again these two kids gotta grow up without a father this woman, his girl gotta take care of these kids it's just senseless Like we gotta do better as people man and this is why other communities always look down on us and I, uh, who said this, who said this I think it, yo, I think it was Charlamagne, I think it was Charlamagne the guy who said, uh, you know, being black is like a group project and I swear it truly is like every community it's like individualized you know but being black is like doing a whole group project because when one person can do something it's like alright we can trust others to do the same thing when one person succeeds alright we can open the door for others but when somebody screws up Man, it makes us all look bad. And because a lot of us are in corporate positions or in high positions, or we like the only ones, you know, our peers, our counterparts, look at us like, yo, what's up with your people? Like, it's crazy, man. Like, not to get off topic, but when we all together like the family aspect of being black and being in a group project like only time I felt that was when I was at DSU like we would study together we would take tests together we would do everything together because like I said we were the village and together each achieve more man we all root for each other man we all want each other to succeed when I went to other universities that were predominantly Caucasian you know it was you gotta get it on your own you like it was no group nothing it was like get it on your own and you know it's like that with life and it it, it sucks but it is what it is man and it's to the point where some of us 
as black folks don't even try to associate with other black folks we don't support each other we try to distance ourselves from other classes of black folk and you know sometimes we like man look if my neighbors ain't white i ain't doing all right i live in an all-black neighborhood pretty much though and we all doing well so you know every scenario is different but it's crazy man because honestly that is the gospel like a lot of people don't have interactions directly with black folks and that's how they see they see us getting killed on tv so they think that's how we all are and that's why you know growing up as little black boys little black girls you know our skin color creates an automatic target on our back and that's why so many so many of us just get shot down because people are afraid or intimidated by us like you know me i'm somebody who exercises i stay fit um i'm bigger than an average person so when i go places i i I make sure i smile i like i'm not to be funny but for real for real you know i when i'm around a different group of people who i think maybe may not be used to people who look like me I make sure I smile a little bit just so they feel comfortable around me. You know, sometimes what people love us for on the football field, it intimidates them or brings fear into their heart on the street. So, you know, I try to, you know, show my teeth a little bit when I go on cruises or when I go on vacations and they'll say, oh, okay, you're not like those others. And I'm like, you know, what do you mean them others? Like, what are you talking about? But again man uh prayers to all the families once again we gotta do better man we gotta like elevate as people because we always talk about you know what other communities doing it's like why are we in last place there's so many different communities and things who are just thriving but it's like we just cannot get ahead we take two steps forward three steps back like we gotta keep moving forward we gotta stop killing each other and we just gotta start celebrating each other man you know if you live in a impoverished area yo you gotta figure it out you gotta figure out a way if you're not moving you gotta be hustling it's jobs everywhere but you gotta go get it you gotta go get it man you can't get upset when Somebody else has a gift and makes it out. You know, you got to celebrate that person. You know, they might be able to give you a job. You never know, man. But what we cannot do is kill our kill our kings, kill our queens. Like I said, we got to figure it out, man. We got to do better as an entire race. And it sucks. Honestly, it does because it's like, since I was a young kid, you know, you got to show others that we can thrive, that we meant to be here, you know, because so many different races and different people have, they believe the narratives that they have on TV about, you know, black folks. But, you know, it's up to us to show them different, to change the narrative. And all we can do by that is to keep winning 
not only in sports, but, you know, in the corporate world as well, in education, in all different facets for life. We got to show them that, you know, we deserve to be here. We belong here. And shoot, man, we the original people for crying out loud. But, man, in summer, we, we got to do better, man. Rest in peace to Young Dolph, his loved ones, you know, prayers to them. And, you know, no more senseless killings, man. I, I, I clean that in Jesus' name. No more senseless killings. Once again, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of 24 Hours from Greatness. I appreciate your listenership, your viewership. As always, man, keep following our page on IG, all of our social media accounts to stay up to date with everything we're doing. Like I said, we're still doing the merch. Grab you some merch. It's getting chilly out here. It's getting cold get you some hoodies leggings tights we got it all man uh any ideas that you have yo send them our way let's continue the conversation you know on ig like i said holidays really gonna be dropping some heat man got some guests special guests coming on here very soon very soon man so stay tuned i know y'all gonna enjoy it Y'all gonna love it. And again, I appreciate everybody for tuning in, staying down, staying loyal, because, you know, hey, real life is going on over here. And, you know, things is always changing, man. Each year, you know, new endeavors. But I always try to find time just to sit here with y'all, speak. Have a convo. Let y'all know what's going on with me. Hope everybody is good. Everybody is blessed. And, you know, hey, it's the best time of the year, man. Holidays. I love the holidays, especially now. You know, Family Man KD. That's what they call me. (laughs) I like that. Family Man KD. Got a ring to it. But once again, y'all be blessed. And I'll see y'all in the next one. Take care.